Welcome to an inspirational Sunday message from Found Church. We hope you will be challenged and encouraged while listening to this message. For more information, or if you'd like to contact us, please visit our church website, foundchurch.co.uk, or you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join Privilege to introduce a great speaker to us this morning. My wife Diane, she's going to share God's Word with us this morning. Thanks, Diane. That was a great time of worship, wasn't it, in communion? Thank you, everyone. It was so, so good this morning. Well, this is just a very simple and practical word today, okay? (laughs) Just something simple and practical. And I've called it today, The Words That We Say. Um, I don't know if it's because I work with the public or what it is, but I hear lots of sayings that, uh, that people say quite often. Some of them actually make me cringe a little bit, but that's just me. And you can probably think of some sayings that we say. Things that just, you know, slip out so easily. Some are quite positive, some are quite negative. And I'm sure you can think of lots of sayings, but people say things like, some things never change. It always happens to me. I couldn't or I can't be bothered. And another one that I really don't like at all is there's nothing worse. You know, there's always something worse, isn't there? Always something worse. Maybe they've just dropped something on the floor. Oh, there's nothing worse. And you think, oh my goodness, there's always something worse. So there's things that we say like that. Um, Also, people say, oh, it's an awful day today. And, you know, they're usually talking about the weather, and sometimes the weather's not very nice, but it's not an awful day just because the weather's bad. Another one is, you know, it's not what you've done, but it's what the people think you've done. And that's an interesting kind of one, because there's some things that people say that we do or say, and sometimes we never get a chance to explain it. And so it's true, really, isn't it? It's not what we do. Sometimes it's what people think we've done, and we just have to leave it to God. Another one is, I've got your back. And that's a great one when it's actually meant and when it's fulfilled. Actions speak louder than words is another one. And yes, that's true on some occasions, but it's also nice to hear good affirmative words as well. Better late than never. I'm sure that's one that a lot of us has used. Another one is, it's not my day today. It's so easy to confess these um, negative kind of things, eh? Mean what you say. Look for the gold, and that's good advice. Don't give up, another one, great advice. Never look back, and that's okay, but God does encourage us to look and see the good things that he's done for us. We've heard one in prophecy this morning, caught between a rock and a hard place, and often that is just the waiting time, the time that when he's working, um, we don't see it. Time flies nowadays. Well, Maybe that's an age thing, and I think I'm guilty of saying that, but time, of course, goes at the same time as it's always gone. It's just that it seems to pass quicker than ever. And some of these are good, some very negative. And I'm surprised at how many people say it, maybe without giving it a thought. You know, it's, um, there's many, many uh, verses in the Bible that talk about what we say. And a word, uh, one that we speak about often is that the, word, the tongue has a power of life and death. And I'm sure that's true because that's what the Bible says. But there's another verse, and it's in Proverbs 3, 
Now, we all know about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, don't we? About trusting the Lord always. But in 3 and 4, it actually says, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. You know, these good sayings that are found in his word. Bind them around our neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Also in Psalm 19 and verse 4, it says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O God, my strength and my redeemer. And sometimes I get caught saying something and I'll think, oh, I should never said that. But, you know, words spoken are like water or a drink spilt on the ground and we can't pick them up or take them back. I would like us to have a little look today, just at two or three of these sayings, and think what we're actually saying. We'll start with a good one. Look for the gold. You know, look for the goodness inside each one of us. Now, we all need a sense of belonging and acceptance, and we all need to feel loved and valued. And some places we feel very much like that, and there's others that we kind of think, mm, I don't think I belong here. And sometimes it's a feeling inside of ourselves. You know, as we go through life, we learn some things, some things slowly, some things quite quickly. But I think, on the whole, our learning journey is more a marathon than a than a sprint. You know, we can go well and then we slip up or we do something and then we get going on the journey again. And it's so easy to look at our friends or our family, people that we love, people that are close to us and show grace. But sometimes we don't show the same amount of grace to others. God's grace, as we sing, is really is amazing. He has shown us so much grace and every day I'm sure I do something that requires his amazing grace. But you know, there's good in the worst of us and there's bad in the best of us, unfortunately. Because, you know, the Bible tells us that we are, you know, our, our makeup, we are born in sin, but thank God that he works on us when we come to him and allow him to do that. And over the years, we learn more and we call it life experience. That's a nice way to put it, isn't it? One thing that there is, that it is good in everyone. And it's good to kind of draw out this. In Philippians 2 and 4, it says, don't just look to your interests, but also to the interests of others. You know, it's good to look outward and not look inward all the time. In verse 3 of the same chapter, it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourselves. So if we think that someone is a bit strange, very often it's just because they're not exactly the same as us. But differences are good. It's good to look a bit deeper. And, you know, people can be very, very inspirational, whether it's people that we know and love or whether it's somebody new. Jesus didn't go to the cross for his own benefit. He saw gold, he saw potential in each one of us, and he thought that we were worth dying for. You've heard Michael using the saying to draw out the seeds of greatness, and they're buried deep sometimes in each one of us. But encouragement and affirmation can draw out the gold in each one of us. And maybe today we can take time to say to somebody, you know, you're a blessing in my life. 
I, I really enjoy spending time with you. There's so much that we can bless somebody by saying. It's good for them to hear that. And I think us Scots people maybe we're a bit slow sometimes to say things like that. As I was thinking about this, you'll know I love quotes. I love quotes. I write down lots and lots of quotes, and I, and I really love a quote. But this one came into my mind. Raise people up. Don't show them up. And, you know, the encouragement, it's, it's good to encourage everyone. Some people don't like the banter. They don't like the jokes. They find that hard. But, you know, it's good to show grace and to draw out the gold. Another good one is don't give up. That's a great encouragement to each one of us when somebody says, hey, just keep going. You know, you're nearly there. You know, like this morning, I feel caught in that rock, between that rock and that hard place. But even when we don't see it, he's working. I watched a documentary. I love, I love things about rock climbing and the seas and all that kind of things. And I watched a documentary about someone called Nims Purja. He climbed 14 of the death zone peaks. That's mountains above 8,000 uh, meters in record time. He did it in six months, six days. Now, usually these mountains take one and a half years to climb because they have to wait for weather windows. Obviously, you can't climb, but he actually did it in six months. And he said that nothing is impossible. Well, he said it, that was his quote, but it's actually written in the Bible as well, isn't it? Um, and he called this Project Possible. He was determined that he was going to do it. And uh, he said, when the pain is really forcing you to go down, just keep going up. You are on the edge of possibilities. He was, it was really so inspiring to watch. And the same is true of our walk with God. You know, we can get weary, we can find it hard, we can think, I'm actually fed up, wait, fed up waiting. But that's the time that we keep going, that we dig a bit deeper and that we push a bit harder and keep our eyes on the prize, that well done from Jesus. We're told to guard our heart in Proverbs 4 and 23, for out of our heart flows the wellspring of life. And when we guard our hearts, surround ourselves with good influences, depend on God and trust him for everything, then we find the strength to keep going. And, um, you know, sometimes it's good to think about what Jesus did for us. He didn't stop halfway through what his mission was. And he could really say mission accomplished. It said it is finished. He did it for us. And uh, he gives us that peace. And that strength that we need for every day. And I said this earlier, but the only time we're encouraged to look back is to see what God has done for us. In Genesis 35 and 14, we read how Jacob, he built a memorial to mark the place where God had spoken to him. You know, it's good to have these reminders, these markers in our life. We are told to forget not all its benefits. Sometimes I journal. I go through times that I journal, and sometimes I don't. But I always, I always think, I wish I journaled all the time, because I love to look back, and it's amazing to see how God answered prayer, to see, hear, see the things that he said to us, that times that we've needed encouragement to keep going, and what he's said. And it's so good to look back on and give ourselves that reminder. Another saying that I hear a lot um, is a negative one. It's not my day today. Now, where do we get that from? Because in Psalm 118, verse 24, 
It says, this is the day the Lord has made. It doesn't say, it's not going to be a good day for me today. Just because maybe the shop has run out of something, or maybe because you dropped something. And one that I hear a lot is, maybe instead of tapping your card, but you've actually got to put it in and put in your number, people will say, it's not my day today. This has happened a few times. <laughs> but you know, it's just, it's every day is a blessing. Don't wait to enjoy life later. Enjoy it now. The Bible tells us to enjoy life. Ecclesiastes tells us that and there are other places as well. John 10 and 10 says that I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. It's easy to think I'll enjoy life when I've got more money, when I get a new house, maybe when I get married, maybe when I change the things about myself that I don't like. But you know, today is the day to enjoy life. Every day is a gift. Happiness is contagious, so is grumpiness. Have you ever heard somebody saying, he's put me in a bad mood or she's put me in a bad mood? Well, then that's up to us to take that on board or not to take it on board, isn't it? But I know what I'd rather be around. And I like to be around people that are happy and, you know, that are saying good things. And maybe, you know, some people think, oh, you know, I don't want to go to work. And we've all said it, and it's things that we do say because it's part of just the natural ongoing day. But it's good to have a job, isn't it? There'll be one task at work that you enjoy. There'll be somebody that you enjoy working with. So we can turn that around and make it a positive. We might think, well, if my husband or my wife was a little bit different, then it would all be better. But we can only change ourselves. We can't change other people. I came across a book called Every Day, Every Day Deserves a Chance. And I flicked through it and read the chapter titles. And it says, they were called, God gives us mercy for shame-filled days, gratitude for ungrateful days, forgiveness for bitter days, peace for anxious days, hope for catastrophic days, fuel for depleted days, Faith for fear-filled days. Calling for purposeless days. There will be days when the traffic will jam, when friends will forget, when spouses will complain, when wrinkle lines appear, and there will be crisis days. But every day deserves a chance. We usually see God's fingerprints in every single day if we look for them. Every day is not the most joyful day. There are all kinds of days. But God is working in every day. Yesterday is past, tomorrow has not arrived, but we have today, and that is why it's called the present. And that's another little saying that we called. Corrie Ten Boom says, worry does not empty today, tomorrow of its sorrows, it only empties today of its strength and its blessings. And you know, we can't have a victim mentality and expect to live victoriously. We can't keep thinking thoughts of defeat, of failure, of worry and expect God to fill us with his joy. Because in this book, in the Bible, in this manual, we're given uh, instructions to live, aren't we? And it's not to think thoughts. I don't know if you've heard another saying, change your thoughts and you'll change your life. So to say it's not my day is not very scriptural, but to say this is the day, that's what God says. One day, approximately 84,000 heartbeats 
one complete rotation of the earth, one sunrise, one sunset, a gift of 24 hours. This is the day. And if we can enjoy one day at a time and stack one good day on top of the other, that's how we can build a good life. You know, we love birthdays and we love holidays. We love weddings, graduation days, celebration days, Christmas days. But there are other types of days. There are days that are exam days, surgery days, driving test day, bill paying days. But every day is still a day that God has made and God has gifted us with. And on the days that are testing and trying, we need his strength and his help to get through. And he is always there and always available to us on those days. Even in ordinary days when there's nothing particular happening and they seem quite mundane and routine, we can make these days more than an ordinary day. We can make them a day of enjoyment. Psalm 23 says, surely goodness. And that's because God is good. And mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Lamentations 3 and 23 tells us that the Lord's mercies are new every day. He's there for us every single day. And great is his faithfulness. God is a faithful God who loves to bless us. When we got married, we got lots and lots of wedding presents. It's one of these things in the Northeast when you get married that everybody came to the house with presents and you had a certain room. Maybe, I don't know if you did it once upon a time here or not. Um, everybody went and you had to go around. I got this from this person. We got this from somebody else. And, oh, it was a big thing. And you had that for about a month before you got married. So we had lots and lots of presents. And, of course, you're all excited, setting up house. But there were some things that I thought... I'll keep them for another day. You know, I'll look after them. And you know where they ended up? In the attic. And you know, sometimes we have to use that good china. Today is a day to wear that. I was bad at one time for buying something and putting it in the wardrobe. And we'll just leave it there for a wee while. Or um, James and Alison once bought me a purse for my Christmas. Beautiful leather purse. And one day, a few months later, James says, Mom, where's that purse? And I thought, mm. I says, well, I just thought I'd keep it for good. This was years and years ago. He says, Mom, get that purse out and get it used. <laughs> so I had to go and get the purse out, and I loved using it, and I still have it yet. You know, but sometimes we keep things for good. But today is the day for enjoying life. We can spoil a good day <clears throat> by moaning or arguing or not appreciating what we have or who we have. But God wants us to live in a positive, thankful way, living in the victory that he has won for us. Not in what we can do, but in what he has done. What a difference a day makes. That's another saying, isn't it? One day, Jesus came to blind Bartimaeus. He'd sat by the roadside a long, long time and cried for help. But one day, Jesus came. One day, the angel visited Mary and told her she was going to be the mother of God's son. One day, David visited his brothers and killed Goliath. One day, the walls of Jericho fell down. One day, the Red Sea parted. And one day, your prayer will be answered. You'll no longer be caught between that rock and hard place. But God will answer that prayer. One day, Jesus is coming back. Another saying is, make today count. 
So how can we reach out and encourage someone today? How can we be a blessing today? Today, let's not fall into the trap of speaking negative, of saying all those negative things like it's not my day or nothing never changes. You know, the voice of the overcomer is very different from the voice of the victim. So let's live like overcomers, not full of negativity and fear like a victim, but full of hope, positivity, and declaring God's goodness. It's good to encourage each other to go on. It's so easy to confess things that are negative. But today is the day that God has made. Let's rejoice today and be glad in it. Bless you. Thank you for listening. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Please feel free to contact us through our website, foundchurch.co.uk, or you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.